0: Welcome to the Fate in Your Favour podcast, where we focus on becoming the best version of ourselves. We explore ways to take better care of our mental well-being, connect to our values, and to overall lead more fulfilling, meaningful lives, relationships, and careers. I'm your host, Janelle Johnson, a practicing life coach and trainee counsellor from London in the UK. And to find out more information get resources or to sign up to the mailing list, visit www.fateinyourfavour.co.uk. It's also where I'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions. Welcome to today's episode of the Fate in Your Favour podcast. Thank you very much again for sharing this space with me. Now, today's episode is going to be about self-deception. Now, A lot of us may think that we are exempt from the people who do it, but everyone does it, unfortunately or fortunately, based on the way you look at it. There are often times in our lives where we get to a point and we realise that we've missed out on so many things because we've kind of had our blinkers on. And all of a sudden, you start to look within yourself and start to realise, oh, actually... I don't have this because of this and I don't have that because of this and you start to just connect the dots a little bit. Now the truth is we can't really change anything that we are unable to admit about ourselves. So if we are operating blindly, running through life with the the busyness of going to work, having children, having partners, husbands and all of these things, then We are more likely to actually miss out on the fact that we don't know ourselves. So we have to be prepared to face the reality and hold ourselves accountable, which is why a lot of the time people use self deception because telling yourself the truth is not always an easy pill to swallow. Now, self deception. It is something that happens in our subconscious. And because of this, so many people would say that, well, if it happens in your subconscious, then how can you change it? In my view, it's what you do in your conscious state that does affect your subconscious state. And I'll get to, I'll get more into that later. But because it's in our subconscious state, it's sometimes difficult for us to actually pinpoint where a particular behavior of ours has come from. So we may be someone who always gets angry like at the drop of a hat without actually questioning where that anger comes from. You end up going through life and hurting yourself and hurting other people around you. Another thing may be that we end up lying to ourselves about the reason that we may not be in a relationship oh, it's always someone else, it's always them, it's always this, it's always that. If we don't take a second to stop and think about the role that we play out in these scenarios, this doesn't have to be, you know, relationship uh, related, but if we don't take a second just to think about the roles that we play in certain situations that happen in our life, then are we really being honest with ourselves? If we choose to lie to ourselves, then we choose to lie to ourselves. We do something on purpose and that makes complete sense. Once you are more self-aware, you get to the point where you can make a choice whether to be an angry person or not, or whether to be a loving person or not, but you do it on purpose. A lot of the lies that we do tell ourselves, if someone was to ever point it out, we would probably get defensive and be like, no, what do you mean? (laughs) Based on psychoanalytic theory, they say that if there is an element of self-deception when you address someone about something that they may be doing, a defense mechanism would be to push that thing away and deflect and maybe project that insecurity onto someone else, for example. This is why self-deception can be such a dangerous thing if you don't know how to handle it. You may be thinking that, oh, I don't deceive myself about anything. Oh, I can't think of anything. So let me just give you a couple examples. So I'm gonna wake up extra early tomorrow and do it then instead. Now I know that I have said that so many times (laughs) and I'll wake up early because I can't help it, but I'll wake up early and I won't do what I said I was going to do. The night before, I told myself I'm going to do it. I said that knowing that I'm not going to do it. Imagine. There are people that have said things like, oh, I only lied because I love you. Are you lying to me or are you lying to yourself? (laughs) Are you deceiving me or are you deceiving yourself? You know, those kind of things, they are deceptive because for example if you take the the love one if somebody loves you they wouldn't lie to you in the first place i know that i deceive myself on certain things but i use self deception to tell myself i'm only not going to have dairy for the next week knowing in my mind that i want to go longer than that i told myself i'm only going to do it for the week and then after the week i could do what i like so i deceived myself so that I can actually gain from my goal. Now, it's it's really strange, actually, because self-deception is so common that I found it difficult to understand how you can be both the deceiver and the deceived, but it goes back to it being a subconscious process because it's in the back of your mind and it's like you don't have to look there. And to be honest, when we are honest with ourselves we have to go through all of these things that we've been deceiving ourselves about and it's not easy and it's not it's not straightforward it's not fluffy more times than not you know if you are deceiving yourself about something it's because it's something difficult to deal with you don't want to put that in your current reality so you make up something to defend yourself against that thought in your day-to-day life just think about the fact that You could be someone who deceives themselves because they prefer to be dishonest to eliminate the need to face those responsibilities. Or you could be someone who has packed their life so much with so many different things. Like I said earlier, you've got kids, you've got a family, you've got work, you've got going on holiday, you've got going left, you've got going right, you've got going up, down, all of these things. That sometimes that level of self-deception can be quite deep because you don't have the time to think about why you are doing something, what makes you react to something a certain way. Regardless of if any of these will resonate with you, I would say that the ability to deceive ourselves comes from coping mechanisms as children. Now the reason I say that is because there are so many things that as children we absorb into our mindset. I would honestly say that there is not one thing that you don't remember. It just needs the right person to be able to help you process and go back to those memories. Now, it's only once you are willing to go back to those memories. If you think of all the things that we absorb as children, you know, we may see parents arguing all the time. We may see violence. We may have brothers and sisters that have come after us or before us and we may feel a a sense of resentment for them. You know, however we internalize those things comes out in how we are as adults. And a lot of the time, you don't realize that all the behaviors that you have as, as a child, they build and they grow and they kind of snowball into who you are today. So we tell ourselves things so that we can cope with our reality. And then over time, we lose sight of where the behavior actually came from. These behaviors are really just defense mechanisms, coping mechanisms. Now, the problem really is that it's not easy for someone who is happy just running through life, not really paying attention to anything in particular, to actually take a second so that they can take responsibility for the actions that they make. Understanding how we deceive ourselves is one way to live a life of fulfillment and to live life on purpose. Now, if you aren't trying to live life on purpose, you won't look within yourself. You won't take the time to understand why you do certain things you won't question okay i reacted this way to this person why did i react that way a lot of the time it's in the moment and you don't necessarily want to think about why i'm acting this way but for me anyway the the key is always taking time if there's if there's something that you're going through whether it's good or bad i mean you can learn from both of those situations take a second, whether it's before or after a particular situation has occurred, take a second to just think, am I being my authentic self? If you think that you are being authentic to who you really are and you don't like that person, you can change that. So understanding ourselves means that we can take the necessary steps to move forward and actually live life on purpose and live life with fate in your favor. Maintaining the illusions of running through life and not really knowing what you're doing, just kind of reacting to situations, you know, not necessarily planning, this is what I want to do, this is where I want to go, this is who I want to be. If you are just keeping up appearances because this is just what I do, it's likely that your actions and what you say won't match up. And that to me would indicate a level of self-deception. Of course, you're going to be in conflict with yourself. Of course, you're going to be in conflict with anybody else, because it's just important to to just keep a note of when things happen to you and actually think about, okay, how did I feel about this? And what is it about this situation that made me act this way? What is it about this situation that makes me feel this way? Stop making up different scenarios to soothe your pain, because I think that's, A lot of what self-deception is, you know, you have things that you're going through that you don't necessarily want to deal with because you're not ready to accept the responsibility for them. So you end up kind of putting a mask on it just to make it okay so that you can continue moving forward. But what I would say before I go is just the fact that being completely honest with yourself may be hard at first. Once you get to the other side of the element of knowing yourself, you actually do things on purpose and there's a lot more true self-awareness and actually happiness to to live the life that you're in. Honestly, the best way to do that is to get a coach or a counsellor, someone who can help you navigate through your thought processes. And I guess just always remembering that it takes time to get to a point where you become honest with yourself and even now I I say that it takes time as though you just get there and you just get there. Getting to know yourself is an ongoing journey and it's it's one of the best ones that you can ever spend time on. Becoming honestly self-aware means that you actually question everything that you do just to be sure that you're doing it on purpose. And then that eventually will get to a point where you do things on purpose. You don't lash out at people. You don't snap at people. You don't operate blindly and then find yourself in a particular situation that you're like, how did I even get here? Make the time to be honest with yourself and learn to use self-deception in your favor. Like I said, with what I did at the beginning of the year as just a very basic example, I know, but still what I used then was self-deception. I said to myself, this is what I want. And my actions at the time weren't matching my my wants and my hopes and my dreams. So I was telling myself, I want to be full vegan. I want to be full vegan. I kept going to this cafe that every single thing that he sold had some sort of dairy in it. Unless I was getting a salad, which was just ridiculous because even a salad, sometimes he would put cheese on it anyway. (laughs) But I was deceiving myself because I said, I'm only going to go to the cafe on days that I haven't bought lunch these times. There's definitely a Tesco down the road. There's definitely another cafe or something down the road that did vegan things. But because of the convenience of going to the cafe that's just two steps away, I deceived myself into thinking that it was okay for me to have that, even though I didn't really want to continue to have dairy. I don't know if that's making sense to anyone. But then I was able to recognise the self-deception and switch it around so that I actually deceived myself to say, okay, right, only going to go one week without going to that cafe knowing that I want more than a week I don't want to go to that cafe anymore unless it's for a packet of crisps (laughs) and now today this is actually all I go there for so I was saying to just make the time to be, to learn yourself and to learn to use self-deception in a way that isn't just masking your weaknesses, but actually heightens your strengths. Our conscious actions help us to communicate with our subconscious thoughts. So although changing your behavior, like um, I know that a lot of people talk about affirmations, feeling very awkward and feeling very weird and feeling very deceiving, like you're trying to deceive yourself. But that in itself, yes, it is self-deception, but it works. Look at how self-deception works to negatively impact your life. Think about self-deception in a way that you can switch it around and use it to positively impact your life. I am here and I genuinely want to see you succeed and grow and live with fate in your favor and be your authentic self. So deceiving yourself without knowing that you're deceiving yourself Is an art form almost because it's an ongoing learning process. Because you have to learn how your mind works in order to deceive it. A lot of the time, because we are running through life with so many different things to do, it's often when it's too late that people think about the fact that, oh wow, I didn't realize all this time I've been overeating because of my bullying when I was six. Do you know what I mean? as a comfort, it can go as deep as that. And you don't have to process that with a coach or with a counsellor or with anyone who's um, skilled in talking therapy. You can do it yourself, but you have to make that commitment to be honest with yourself enough to actually get down and drill down into the truth. Some things are best kept secret, but this podcast is not one of them. Don't forget to follow me on social media. So that's Fate in Your Favour on Instagram and Facebook. The website is www.fateinyourfavour.co.uk. And on the website for this particular episode, there is a blog post that goes into a little bit more detail, set it as a foundation on how to move forward. So on that note, I am going to be leaving you. And yeah, until next time. Bye.